cover music and life Learn day and night and I grow Over oh, my family so they can thrive Welcome to the Remix the Dead Podcast Hey guys, how you doing today? This is Ryan Greenwood. I am Remix the Dad. I am here with DJ Bauer Power Doom. You know him as John Bauer. This guy is—he is—he is internet famous. Uh, whether you're in the Dad Bod, uh, or Define Dad Bod, I think it is. Um, yeah. The D- Dad's Edge Alliance, the, the Good Dad Project community, anything. You look up his name, you're gonna see his. Bright orange glasses and his huge smile that's just nice and warmful. So, I'd like to introduce John Bauer. How you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for that introduction. Good, good. Hope it was nice and unique for you. It was, it was absolutely, it, it's always interesting to hear what people say, so it was absolutely unique so, and great. Well, I remember meeting you uh, first time in uh, St. Louis, man, and just, yeah. you had those, I can hear him. You can hear him? I had those. <laughs> Bright, bright sunglasses and the bright orange pants. I was in a big old hug, and I was like, "Oh, that's exactly what I expected, man." So. And you know what? I lost both pairs of those sunglasses about a month, a month and a half ago. So I'm totally fucked. So I'm trying out different ones, but I miss yeah. those sunglasses. They we'll have, my face. We'll have to set up a GoFundMe so you can get some new ones. Okay. <laughs> well, but Amazon sold out. I mean, they don't sell them anymore. It was awful. Dang. It was awful. Yeah. And it was like, I, I, I got them because I knew it didn't matter if I lost them, but then I lost them. And I actually had a yellow pair and an orange pair, and I lost both pairs like within a month. So I was I was pretty bummed. Dang, so dang. I've got a couple pairs of orange ones now, but they're not nearly as good as, as, uh, as those. So. Yeah, it's funny how, how the ones that are the, the less expensive and the cheap ones, they stick around. But the ones... And yeah, I mean, I could have bought like a $100 pair, and I bet they would have been gone in a week. Like these ones that I have... Yeah. They're, I've dropped them from like 12 feet and, they're, yeah. and the lenses have popped out and I put them back in and they're... Yeah, and you totally, and you totally expect like I'm, I buy these cheap because I really don't care and then you can all of them and pass them to them and yeah. them <laughs> <sighs> Yes, yes. It's first world problems. First world problems. <laughs> so, Ned, if you could uh, give us a qu- quick testimony, a short story about yourself, man, that'd be awesome. Oh my goodness. Um, well, I am, uh, by, by everyone else's standards that I know, I'm old, but I, I would argue with that. Um, I am in St. Louis. I live in St. Louis. I've been here for the last 35 years. I came to St. Louis to go to law school, and I have been at the prosecutor's office in a county just outside St. Louis for the last, it will actually be 21 years. No. 19 years um, next month and right before I started this job I met my lovely wife of 19 years and I met I actually met her in, in one senior meeting in Lake I met her on AOL and what is that? Six weeks after I asked her out, I told her that I was going to marry 
be 12 in about three weeks. And he is in sixth grade. Nice. And they are just an absolute... This is... If, if I can tell anything to anybody, and this is a really nice story, but... Um, so, if you are impatient and frustrated with having toddlers and small children, be patient, because the rewards will pay off, because I have never enjoyed a phase of childhood more than and I know a lot of people think that's odd, but it is just an absolute blast at this stage of being a parent. You get to have real conversations with them, you get to teach them real life skills, you get to have real conversations about money and about all sorts of stuff, and uh, it is it's absolutely a great phase, and don't ever let anyone doubt, doubt the whole thing. I mean, a lot of times when you have kids, are like, oh, wait till they're a teenager, wait till she's a teenager, wait till he's a, you know, a teenager, wait till he's 15. Don't believe them, and don't fall for it. Um, you can decide when you have kids that it's not going to be a nightmare when they're teens, and I am very fortunate uh, that I have three kids that... Five percent of the time, I really love. About three percent. About three percent of the time, I kind of love them, and two percent of the time, they absolutely drive me crazy, and I wish they'd like pack up and move out. But, um, but yeah. So, so anyways, um, so three kids, and you know, so I guess the bigger, a bigger part of my story too is when I got married to my wife Julie back in '99. Um, I was 350 pounds, and. About seven or eight years ago, I started really, I, I lost a little bit of weight here and there before that, and then about seven or eight years ago, um, I got real serious about it, and I dropped a whole ton of weight, and after I dropped a whole ton of weight, I decided to do crazy stuff for a while, and I, in the intervening years, probably in the last five years, um, I have done probably about 10 triathlons. Two of which are half Ironman. Uh, I started weightlifting seriously, and I very, very, very much love weightlifting. Um, I mountain bike. I've done a couple of mountain bike races, and I recently took up boxing. So I have done a little bit of everything, and to top that off, a little less than a year ago, I went out and got certified as a personal trainer, and I can now train guys online. So fitness is a big part of um, a big part of my life, besides worrying and being a dad. Um, and uh, and it's been fun just you know getting to know so many guys everywhere uh, through the alliance and through other groups that I'm involved in online. Um, it's been fun doing. I mean, I do I do a podcast. I mean, if somebody would have told me a year ago you're going to do a podcast, I would have laughed. Um, and here I am. I podcast. I train guys online. Um, and it's it's just kind of fun to see where um, see where the Lord's going to take me next. I really don't know. I really have no idea. Dude, so. I, lo- I love it, man. I love it. And you and you answered some of the questions that I have. So oh, okay. So that's that's good. It's good though. Good. Uh, that that just leaves room for more questions. So and the Lord does okay. mysterious things and stuff happens for go. a reason. So. There you go. All right, we're gonna hop into the music, and I know you're a huge uh, okay. hip hop fan. Oh yeah, yeah. My, my hip hop repertoire is absolutely huge. Two songs, yeah. Good. And what what two songs are those? I have no idea. I have no, I, I, I'm kidding. I don't, even know, I don't even know two songs. I don't even know two songs. All right. So uh, who would be your? Uh... If, if it's anything, if it's anything between 1990 
There you go. That's that's fair, man. That's fair. Yep. So uh, who would be your favorite uh, the band or artist then? Okay. All-time favorite band or artist. No question, hands down, you two. You two. All right. You two. I have seen them in concert four times. Um, I have almost every one of their albums. Um, they were, yeah. I mean, I got hooked on them back when I was in college, or actually right before college, and uh, saw them just, I mean, amazing, amazing shows. Amazing music. People often ask me, is this a question? Is this the whole desert island if you take music to the. You ask, you're going to ask me that question later? No. Okay. If I had to take one album to it, well, I, I, I'll skip that. If I had to pick three albums, one of them would be um, U2's Unforgettable Fire. If I had two more, one of those other two might very well be Joshua Tree. But Unforgettable Fire would be. I Okay. Yeah, you a- you answered the album question too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, thought, I thought there was a question there once you asked me about that, but yeah. Daddy. So, yeah. Well, what would be your uh, go to go to song like for like working out or you're in some sort of funk? Oh, working it. Because I, I peeped your I peeped your playlist. So. Working out being in a funk is two separate things. Okay. Working out, I got I got a I'm much more of a heart music for working out. I've got a Spotify playlist. It's pretty hard stuff. It's a lot of um, Lincoln Park. It's a lot of Chevelle. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is on there. Breaking Benjamin is another one that's on there. There's a lot, a lot of those. Those are some real good ones for um, for uh, for working out. That's that's some harder stuff. If you ask me more about like like. Like if I'm in a funk kind of song, um, it would ha- I would probably go back to something '80s. I don't know what for sure. Probably the most, probably the most motivating '80s song I would play would be the. Oh God, I'm embarrassed to say this, but um, the theme from Saint Elmo's Fire, "Man in Motion" by John Parr. There you go. There is, there is, there's probably no other. 80s song that I can put on and just get in a better mood. That's that would probably be that would probably be get me out of the funk. Um, there you go. Are we gonna get a? We we need to get you and Reggie on here and do a uh, karaoke. I, I would. I'm totally up for it. You you get Reggie to do it and I will totally do karaoke. All right. We'll, we'll issue that challenge right right now. Um, All right, Reggie. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do karaoke with Reggie. Daddy. Okay, we, Seeing uh, there was a there's a few guys in the uh, in the alliance that, that were doing yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, resurrect it, man. Bring it back, man. Bring it back. <laughs> so, and you you uh you kind of answered this question a little bit. Like, how do you fill up your cup to be like the man you want to be for like your your family and the community of the, uh, people that 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 uh, look up to you and. Not not necessarily like depend Daddy. on you, but like 
who you inspire and who you you you, you help out. Yeah, you know, there is there is no there is no better way to get out of being and get out of yourself than just pouring into somebody else. If somebody else has something going on in their life or somebody needs help with something, go out and volunteer or talk to somebody and just let them dump on you as they're struggling with something. Um, something, I mean, that's, that's what I would say. That is, that is definitely the thing that consistently um, is easy to, to kind of get out of a bunker, get out of myself. It's just, is, is pouring into somebody else. And I mean, a lot of times people ask me, you know, why do you do it? I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons why is it's really good, um, you know, to do it. And it's, it's so cool because it's amazing how a lot of times, a lot of times God will just put those opportunities in your life when you need them the most. It's not like you really have to go very far to look for them. Um, sometimes you have to look a little bit, but a lot of times, And you help you help a lot of people, man. I don't I don't know if you realize how much how many people you you affect and you you impact. So I I want to say you. I want to say thank you for oh, for being oh, an inspiration it, to me. It, it, and I appreciate that. And and I mean it's you know it really is it's something that you know people people say it's it's a lot and it's a big deal, but it's when you're when you are living your passion. When you are doing something that you feel called to do, it just—it just happens a lot of times. I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way. You know, when you're doing this or doing something that you really are like, you know, this is something I'm really called to do, and I feel called to do. Um, it just—it kind of happens, and it's not that big of a deal. Um, and you get out of it as much as you put into it. Exactly. So. Sorry. I was messing with the levels a little bit. That's okay. So, yeah, man. Uh, is there any side projects that you have going on right now that you're that you're excited about for the future? Well, I mean, I've for about a year now, I've been doing this online training thing, and it kind of ebbs and flows. But um, it's something that I've I've enjoyed doing, and I love um, I love working with the guys to see how they just kind of own their fitness and how they, you know, just really get into it and get really motivated um, and get really excited about it. And it's, it's amazing because it's, it's so much fun because even when you're not expecting it, you know, I've got, I've got a couple of guys right now who, you know, they, they will just text me. They're like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. You know, or, you know, they, they, they were, you know, they were telling me and, and I, I won't say names cause I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, put it out there without them doing good. There was one guy who told me that he was at work, and it's like everybody that he was at work was like noticing, and it wasn't, it's not just one of those things like, oh, you've lost weight, oh, you look healthy, you look, like the exercise, you really look fit, and that's just, I mean, that's a great thing to be able to give somebody the tools to do that, because I know inside how that feels when other people have said it to me, and it's so encouraging, um, especially if you're somebody that's that's really struggling with 
that it is a side thing, and I, I'd love to do a little bit more of it. But I mean, it's something that for now I want to kind of keep. Um, I want to keep on the side and just you know that way I feel like too I can be a little more personal with the guys that I'm working with and encourage them a little bit more each individually and um, you know working with a lot of guys or something like that. So it's a lot of fun and it really it's amazing it really works because I I've, I've done it with a couple of guys for a while and it really works it's it's very motivating so so how that's my side project how uh how early do you get up to go to the gym man. <laughs> I get up very early. I get up very early. Um, I'm at the gym. I'm at the gym when it opens most mornings at four. I'll I'll just say that I'm at the gym when it opens, and uh, I try to get up in time to spend a little bit of time in scripture before I go. Um, it would be very easy for me to get up and, and get focus real quick on fitness, but I really think that it does my heart and mind good um, before I go and do that thing that, that's so much fun and gets you totally jacked up um, is really to spend some time in scripture and prayer every morning. So I get I get up pretty early, but I mean, I really also love that time. I mean, I go to bed pretty early a lot of nights too, uh, but I really love that time. And it's, you know, as much of an extrovert as I am, there is nothing better um, than to start my day with those time with that time alone i i love it i come down here there's nobody here um it's been great in the winter i can turn on the fire and uh you know just kind of chill out and stuff like that and then i go to the gym and i mean i don't i, I sometimes have a friend that meets me there and we kind of work out but we don't always do exactly the same thing so i mean even at the gym i'm kind of my own loner uh kind of thing and that that recharges me and it kind of fills me up and then i'm ready to go and you know, deal with whatever I deal with. My men, my mental aspect of work is so much better the mornings that I do that. Um, I feel less worried when I'm going to work when I do that and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you were uh, talking about that, it kind of gave me a... It kind of reminded me of a song lyric from one of my favorite artists. Uh, he's like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, but then I have to go get some rest because even Jesus retreated. Yes. And that's... that's yeah. That's what just snapped into my head, so yeah. that's and perfect. That's, yeah, and that's and that's very much my my rest That's very much my me time. Um, and I mean, I think you know, it's it's hard for dads and husbands to have the me time yeah. because you know, it's, we do think of it as selfish, and it is it is hard. Um, and that's just for me. That's just when it's gotta happen because I go to work and I come home from work and from six to nine o'clock. There's something going on, and whether it's us having to be somewhere or um, I'm trying to help my son more, he's getting more of the homework and I'm trying to help with that, or you know, going to base basketball practice with him or, or whatever. Um, you know, there's just if, if it doesn't get done and I don't have that time in the morning, it's 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 that rest time and you need it. Yeah, there's no question. And you definitely feel it like throughout the day, or and, yeah. and, and if you skip a day, it's like oh, for about lunchtime, you're just like oh man, yeah. I completely forgot to do it. And yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and I mean, for me, if I don't, if I haven't gotten to the gym by lunchtime, it's it's not gonna happen. Yeah. I've got the ability sometimes to go at lunch, but if I don't get it done by then, it's it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen in the evening. I mean, I get off work and I come home. We're gonna have some sound effects in the background, that's so. Fine. That's why. That's 
So, but uh, yeah, I I ended up buying buying some dumbbells, and I'm within the next six months to a, a year, I want to actually get some more stuff. Yeah. For like a home gym, because I got cool. kind of same thing, man. If I don't make it by a certain time, I won't. I'm not. I'm not gonna go unless unless I absolutely like have to. Do, if, yeah. And the other thing to do is put it on your calendar. Yeah. I do. I. I we we've got we've got the whole iPhone electronic calendar, and you know we sync calendars. I got two kids now that have phones, and it goes in my, it goes on the calendar in green. That's that's when Dad's going to the gym. Or I mean, I sit down every Sunday, or maybe even like Friday or Saturday, I'll sit down and nap out next week. What have I got going on at lunch? Have I got time to go do something at lunch? Can I get to the gym? I'll look and see if I've got like a late night, and if I've got a late night, I'm not going to make it in the morning, so I'll go at lunch. Um, it's it's figuring that kind of stuff, and you got to block that time in, or else again, it just doesn't happen. Exactly, exactly, man. So, so. well, uh, how do you how do you believe others see you? I know, I know. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, it, it, it's not a tough question because, it's not a tough question because I get a lot of feedback. Yeah. And so I get the feedback, but for me, and this is a very, very vulnerable answer here, a big vulnerable moment. Um, for me, it's not so much, how do I think? It's, do I believe what other people think? Okay. And that, change that. 
Man, yeah, I can definitely relate, and that I think that's why we're we're friends and we're in the same yeah. group together yeah. because like there's 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 an age gap there, but it's it's like it's still there, man. I, yeah, yeah, so. and you just and, and people see it and people tell it to you, and you know people could take a frying pan and bang me over the head with it. Yeah. Um, but there are times it's really hard, and I think it's it's understanding. Um, I think it's understanding what being humble really means. Humble is not thinking less of yourself; it's thinking of yourself less. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to differentiate. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I think. But it's just, yeah, for me, the struggle is believing what what they think. And I. Uh just kind of ties in with it how do you how do you see yourself like how do you that yeah yeah you know it's it's yeah. kind of funny because when people tell me stuff like that i i kind of have this go-to mental line and i i i say it out loud sometimes i try to not say it out loud anymore um people say oh you're you know this is great you're this we appreciate it. you're doing that you're so encouraging you're so funny. my 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 almost go-to line is I'm just a middle-aged lawyer from Missouri. I mean, that's all I am. You know, and and people don't like it when I say that because I'm kind of minimizing what I do. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a part of me that still sees me as that. I mean, it's hard for me, it's hard for me to completely understand that other side of my personality. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of hard to see it. And I mean, I think part of it is just you know, we're all scattered so far over the globe. It's it's not like you're hanging out with these people like twenty four seven. You know, going out to dinner with them and going to movies with them and stuff like that. Um, it's it's that disconnect that kind of sometimes makes it makes it difficult to completely buy into it. Um, I, I see myself as both, and it kind of goes back to it kind of goes back to the Clark Kent Superman thing. Um, I have my Clark Kent life. And that is what I live with day to day most of the time. I go to work. 99% of the people at work have no idea about any of the rest of this that I do. Really? Really? No idea. And so I, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just John, middle management prosecutor who's been there for 20 years. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's average, you know, it's average guy, you know, he is the only guy that wears bow tie. But I mean, other than that, you know, there's, there's the, or the only one that wears cons on a Friday when he doesn't have court. Um, but, you know, I mean, other other than that, there's not a whole lot different that they see about me. Um, and it's hard to, you know, you kind of feel weird because it's like then then I go into my office and on Friday mornings I get on my my team call on the alliance and I'm like this this whole different person. And outside the door, the door's shut, but outside the door, it's just John's office. You know, and and then like this morning I had you know 15 guys that that are getting to know each other and, and live life together and, and grow together and mature together and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's just you know, how people see me is, is hard to tell. Because yeah, of that difference. But uh, dude, I can totally relate, man. I've yeah. actually, I've actually just had like over the past like two or three weeks conversations with with other guys about it. It's like and yeah. and even on past episodes. I'm talking. Oh, sure. I'm talking about. I still see myself as a nerdy little white kid from. Yeah. Uh, 
and yeah. I don't I don't see myself as like the man and the le- and the leader that God's calling yeah. me to be. We really, we really. I think there's no question that that one of the hardest things when you, to be a human is to have a good self perception. Yeah, that's one of the hardest things is to have a good self perception. We're gonna we're gonna kind of switch it up a little bit. Get get a little okay. get a little fun. Get a little silly. Okay. Okay. Um, and it could be current or it could be a past. Okay. What uh what cartoon character or we can even if if you're not a big cartoon fan, what uh, superhero do you relate to the most? What's your kryptonite? Apple fritters? What's my, my kryptonite? No, um, yeah, my kryptonite is apple fritters. Yeah, there's no question. That's that's it, that's it exactly. Um, the other one that uh, that I identify with, and it's kind of a, a, a joke thing. I've got a couple of friends that we have kind of joked because we're these big Avengers fans, and so we've kind of all picked our Avenger identity. And so I think if if I had to go Marvel comic universe kind of thing, um, I would have to go Captain America. Captain America. I would have to go Captain America. I mean, deep down, you know, way too, way too pure for his own good. Um, He really doesn't have, I mean, there's a friend of mine who's, who's total Tony Stark, Um, total, total attitude, Tony Stark kind of guy. Um, And another guy, there's, there's three of us, it's kind of Thor, Tony Stark and, and me. And, uh, but yeah, I would, I would either have to go with the Superman Clark Kent thing because of the double identity, or uh, or um, or Captain America. Sorry, cartoon character is a lot harder. Well, yeah. okay. Well, what would be your your favorite from? Favorite cartoon? Yeah. Oh, that's easy. That's yeah. easy. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Vintage Scooby Doo before Scrappy showed up. That's that's the key yes. to a Scooby Doo yes. episode. Is before Scrappy Doo showed up. Can I get an impression, please? <laughs> I can't do Scooby. No, I, I can't do Scooby. I no, I yeah. couldn't even try. Yeah, we had Ki- we had try. Kyle Ferris do uh, do do Scoob and uh, and Shaggy. Oh, we had yeah. There was there was a group of us back in the nineties. There was a group of us. We did a local, um, we did a local like ministry thing for youth one Saturday a month. Um, and we, it was like a multi-church kind of thing. And we, a couple of us did these skits for, you know, kind of get the point you did a skit. And the one time we did a skit, we did Scooby-Doo. I was Fred. I was Fred. You were Fred? But we had one. I was Fred. I was Fred with the blue, with the white shirt and the blue yeah. collar yeah. And, uh, and the orange cravat. Yeah, that was, I was, I was Fred, but, uh. We had we had Fred, we had Daphne, we had Velma, we had Shaggy, and we had Scooby. It was it was uh, it was classic. So. Um, man, what uh, if somebody was to write a book about your life, a biography, what would what would the title be? Well, yeah, they are they're all kind of egotistical questions. Yeah, they are. 
have to put the word power power in it. I mean, that's just that's just a given at this point. We have to put the word yes. power power in it. Yes. Um. Man, yeah. Beyond that, I don't know. It would it would be one of those like power power colon, um, and then something more. And I'm trying to think what it would be. Um. Something something about power power the courage of being vulnerable. I like that. I like that. There we go. I like that a lot. Or, yeah, something like that. And then you can... Courage of being vulnerable or the courage of being authentic. Um, Because that's that's something that stuck out a couple, about a half a year ago. Um, I was talking with a friend and they told me, and it was something I never thought about before, was that um, being vulnerable is one of the most courageous things yeah, and I never thought about it that way before. You don't, you don't put those two together. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the courage of being vulnerable. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Speaking of being vulnerable, when you did share your story, mm-hmm. when 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 I first uh, met you, yeah, I seen it was like a, like a slingshot, like a catapult. Just you pulled it back, let it go, and then you just went flying, man. You just yeah. you went you went so far and just your personal growth and you could see that all that weight and all that BS just off yeah. your heart, off your shoulders. And so, so yeah. thank you. Thank you for that, man. You're welcome. So. You're welcome. Um, it's, it's a great thing. And it was, you know, it was something I kind of learned as I went. Um, but you know, it just doing that just takes away the power of whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. And you, and it's constant too. you, you constantly yeah. have to do that. So it's, yeah. Encouraging the permission, permission that they actually yeah, don't need. Exactly, exactly, and that's and that's the greatest thing is, you know, here's here's my stuff, and and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm gonna own it. Um, I'm not proud of it, but it's my story, and it got me where I am today. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's yeah, it gives it gives everybody the courage to um, you know to do the same thing. And actually, I'm thinking real quick, I want to look up there's a I thought about though yeah. was I think it's Joseph in the Bible with his yes. where where he goes through all those 
all those uh, challenges, but then he, he raises up, and then he gets knocked back down again, and then he gets back up. Or Poppy from Trolls. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> no, but... <basically laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, what what you intended, and he, and he tells his brothers in the end, what you intended for evil, God, you know, intended for yeah. good. Yeah. And that's exactly what he had. Do you want to know who that's by? There's yes, 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 I, I am. I am. Take, take a guess. I want to... Guess first. Uh, 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 Current female artist? Uh, she's a she's a living author. Yes. Living author. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. We're gonna have a lot of fun when I tell you the answer. <laughs> this is, and I am not lying. Taylor Swift wrote that. Taylor Swift wrote that. Taylor Swift wrote that. It is a part of a poem. She actually, I found this out. She actually, when she was like in grade school won a national poetry contest. Oh, wow. Wow. And that is part of a poem that she wrote. And the poem is called Why She Disappeared. Wow. Great poem. Wow. Great poem. And it's and, and that end, it's, it's, you, know, you, you never know it. I mean, you, you think she's like this poppy, poppy thing. And I mean, she's, you know, yeah, much, much, much more respect to, to yeah, Taylor yeah. Swift, man. Because before I'm just like, ah, I, I, I'm not personally, I'm not a fan of her, but right. that, but that's okay. I know, I know, I know yeah. you, you and your, your household. We are, we are, we are. Most of us are big fans. We, we had a little bit of a, we had a little bit of a falling out after her last album came out. Not everybody liked it as much. Oh, why um, not? Why not? You know, it just it wasn't that. It wasn't that cheeky poppy stuff that came out on the 1989. Okay. Which is great. Which is a great album. But um, and there's and there's parts of it, the parts of the new one, Reputation, that aren't aren't as as good. But it's, I mean, it's a good album, and she writes very much about what she's going through. And it, a lot of the songs are what she was going through, getting just brutally hammered by people for the way she was, you know, the way she was doing things. And, and more power to her for her to turn that around and just be like, hey, this is it. And I may have. I may have to check it out then. Just the just the way it's, 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 it seems a little bit more grimier than than regular Taylor. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. It's not. It's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. So. She have, she have any fe- <laughs> she have any features on there? She or is it just just all her? Um. No, it's all her. Oh, it's all her. Um. No, Ed Ed Sheeran okay. is on there with her on the okay. song. Ed Sheeran is on there with the song. I think that's the only one on this this album. For, okay, for you, I'll check it out. Okay. Yeah. For Mister Mister Bauer, I'll I'll check it I out. Want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and and then if you like it, you gotta go live and admit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. No, I'll let I'll let you pass on that one. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it though. I'll I'll check it out. So yeah, we're uh, we're running up on time. Uh, near the okay. end of the episode, I like um, asking my or I like to see if my guests and friends have any questions for for me. Oh man, um, let me think. If you, if, what superhero do you identify with? That's a good question. Um, I'm gonna go two parter on that one. I'm gonna go okay. your your Marvel universe. Okay. With yeah. with with, uh, with David Banner and the Hulk. Okay. Just cause. Anger, strong. Okay. Kind of 
emotions going everywhere. But then also okay. David, David Banner, where he he's nice, peaceful, and he he tries to right. and he that he's real smart. But then right. also the other one would be uh, Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. Ah, uh, yeah, you're a big Ninja Turtle. I am. I am. Just because he's he doesn't think he's a leader, or no, he is a leader, but he doesn't have as much confidence as others put on him. Right. So I, I'd, I'd have to say uh, one of those two, Leonardo or the Hulk. Okay. So. Good one. All right. All right. Uh, is there any uh any anywhere online people can come find you, interact with you, or look look for your services? Oh no, I I don't get online much. So yeah, it, it's really hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> or your podcast I, or anything? I'm not, I'm not online. I'm not online very much. So yeah, it's it's really hard to find me. Um, I, um, Facebook is obviously yes. the place uh, you can find me on my page. Um, I've got. A business page for my uh, for my fitness consulting as well. Um, just do a search under Power Power for that. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, and it is uh, J underscore Power Power. All, all lowercase, all one word. Um, so those are the main two places that you can find me online. Awesome. So, and your uh, your podcast? Are you working on podcast? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I I work with. Uh, Van Houten, who is the guru for um, defining dad bod, and uh, for the past probably five six months, I have done um, regular interviews for uh, the Defining Dad Bod podcast on Tuesdays. We call it Transformation Tuesdays, and so I have gone through and interviewed guys who have gone through um, all sorts. I mean, obviously, a lot of it is focused on physical transformations, but we've really had um, some great episodes about you know guys overcoming you know alcohol and drug addiction um you know a lot of injury type stuff um they you know obviously when you when you go through a physical change your mindset changes a lot too so i mean it's a lot more than just you know physical transformation and then also the thing that's real important people understand is one thing i always tell people not everybody's physical transformation is going from fat to thin i mean there's so many different things and, and people being athletes of different types and you know getting bigger and bulking up or you know becoming a better triathlete or, or whatever it is so i mean there's a lot of different um types of transformations that uh that they do so um yeah so i do that and those are always posted on my business page the power power i usually post them on my personal page um and uh they get posted on defining dad but but yeah um you know, please, please follow me. Please come find me if you've got questions or one or more. I, I love to, always good to chat. Always good to talk to people. Yeah, you'll see a nice big old beard with a big old smile mixed mixed in with it. So, <laughs> man, thank you so much. Do you have any last oh, man, this is fun. last little nuggets or anything you'd like to share with the with the crowd? Um, you know, I guess the one thing that I would say is you are never too old. Um, that's 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 something that I have learned, and I'm st- I'm still learning a little bit. Um, is you're never too old. Uh, there's a lot of things in life that I think probably five six years ago I was like, oh man, I wish I could do that. And one of the things probably that ran through my head was I was getting old. Um, man, I've done a lot of fun stuff in the last five or six.
six years, and I'm not getting any younger. But I mean, it's it's one of those things where um, if you take care of yourself, if you um, you know, if you take care of yourself mentally, take care of yourself physically, take care of yourself emotionally. Um, yeah, obviously you have limits. Your body's gonna have limits, but but don't don't set yourself out with uh, you know, I'm just too old to do this. Period, and not even try. There's a there's a quote that I uh, from Inky Johnson. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, I have not. He's uh he was a Tennessee football player, and he ended up messing up his arm, and now he's yeah. par- his arm's paralyzed, and he has a he has a speech. It's about commas and periods. Place a comma where yes. you, where you thought yeah, I've, heard, I've heard parts of it. Yeah, and just. Every time I feel like I'm hitting that period, I'm like, no, there's, there's, there's still yeah, more going, more. man. So. And it may be a different road, it may be yeah. a different path, it may be a different thing, but, um, but yeah, there's always something. There you there's go. Always something. I, I know there's going to come a day when I can't do the stuff that I do right now. Yeah. And it's probably closer to the closer than I probably want to think it is, but uh, you know, it's just it's finding something that you're passionate about, passing on. There you go, man. Well, hey, John Bauer, thank you so much, man. Thank you. This was fun. And, I'm, and thank you for being patient for rescheduling. Oh, no problem. But, no problem. So, but, no problem. Why's why <laughs> I know how that works. Yes, I yes. I know how that works for sure. So. With, with your awesome, uh, awesome family and all that. So. Yep, so. exactly. Well, all right. Well, thanks, guys. I'm Remix the Dad. It's John Bauer. He's just... Oh, say, Sounds going out, so I can't hear what you're telling me to do. Oh, I was just saying, say thank you and bye and outro. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thank, you. I, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's been a blast. Normally, I have my little my paper here to let everybody oh. know. Here, but uh, <laughs> I we I just redid my basement and stuff, so I, stuff's kind of everywhere. The pictures back there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I love those. These are cool. So, oh, those are the turtles. Yeah. Oh, those are cool. All right, buddy. Well, you, have, okay. you have a great day, and see you guys. Hey, man, have a good one.